Welcome to the Leadership Talk. Let's continue. You are listening to the Leadership Talk podcast, episode 4, part 1, with me, Jati Sasongo. Before we jump into today's podcast, tell me this. How long have you been waiting to be a leader on your working place? A few months? A few years? A few centuries? Before we discuss about the above title, it would be better if I say about your potential. I have been fascinated over the years by the debate, research, and discussion about leadership and management. Increasingly, there seems to be a focus on the differences between leadership and management and it seems to me that this has developed in part because of deficits in one or the other. Most of us would like to become or to think of ourselves as strong leaders. There is something appealing about the idea of creating and pursuing a vision and influencing others to support the necessary transitions. If it wasn't for good leadership, nothing would change or improve. Leadership training helps you unlock your full potential and realize your ambitions in the business world. Leadership is firmly at the core of everything successful organization and the effective management of people is a hugely valuable skill that's always in demand. And it's true. It's damn true. Open learning allows you to gain leadership training without the disruption of traditional study. Yes, you're right. But what about the open learning? With open learning, you can study in your own time and at your own pace. moving through the training course at whatever rate suits you best. This means that you can easily fit your course around your current life commitments, whether you have family responsibilities, full-time job, or any other constraints on your time. You could even earn a prestigious business degree through open learning and open up a whole new range of career opportunities for yourself. However, not as many people seem to be as drawn toward being a good manager. It's true. Maybe I am misreading the climate, but management is often associated with the mundane, the routine, and a whole range of left-brain activity for which the kudos are few. There appears to be a perception that one can be a leader or a manager, but not much acknowledgement that those skill sets can reside in the same individual. I believe this is an erroneous view. So what about you? Almost all experts believe that everybody can be a leader or manager if he or she had a high motivation and high quality. But in here, I have 10 fastest methods to take off on the leadership in your working place. It begins from yourself. I will explain it on the part 2. Now, I'll take one of Mark Twain's wise words. The miracle power that elevates the few is to be found in their industry, application, and perseverance. under the promptings of a brave, determined spirit. Mark Twain is right. Many motivational experts like to say that leaders are made, not born. I would argue the exact opposite. I believe we are all natural-born leaders, but have been deprogrammed along the way. As children, we were natural leaders. Curious and humble, always hungry and thirsty for knowledge, with an incredibly vivid imagination, we knew exactly what we wanted, were persistent and determined in getting what we wanted, and had the ability to motivate, inspire, and influence everyone around us to help us in accomplishing our mission. So why is this so difficult to do as adults? What happened? As children, 
over time we got used to hearing no don't and can't don't do this don't do that you can't do this many of our parents told us to keep quiet and not disturb the adults by asking silly questions this pattern continued into high school with our teachers telling us what we could do and what we couldn't do and what was possible then many of us got hit with the big one institutionalized formal education known as college or university oh my god unfortunately the traditional educational system doesn't teach students how to become leaders it teaches students how to become polite order takers from the corporate world instead of learning to become creative independent self-reliant and think for themselves most people learn how to obey and intelligently follow rules to keep the corporate machine humming okay ladies and gentlemen i think it's enough for now please wait the episode 4 part 2 on leadership talk podcast you are listening to the leadership talk podcast episode 4 part 2 with me jadisa songo ladies and gentlemen i hope you always be okay let's have a highest life there are two sections to take over the leadership in your working place section one by shaping yourself to be a leader and section two by understanding the needs of a running project in your working place now let's talk about section one by shaping yourself to be a leader developing the leader in you to live your highest life then requires a process of unlearning by self-remembering and self-honoring being an effective leader again will require you to be brave and unlock the door to your inner ethic where your childhood dreams lie going inside to the heart based on my over 10 years research in the area of human development and leadership here are 10 easy steps you can take to awaken the leader in you and rekindle your passion for greatness number one humility leadership starts with humility to be a highly successful leader you must first humble yourself like a little child and be willing to serve others nobody wants to follow someone who is arrogant be humble as a child always curious always hungry and thirsty for knowledge for what is excellence but knowledge plus knowledge plus knowledge always want to be better improve and grow yourself when you are humble you become genuinely interested in people because you want to learn from them and because you want to learn and grow you will be a far more effective listener which is the number one leadership communication tool when people sense you are genuinely interested in them and listening to them they will naturally be interested in you and listen to what you have to say number two taste yourself you have strength weaknesses opportunities and threats this method is a useful key to gain access to self-knowledge self-remembering and self-honoring start by listing all your strengths including your accomplishments then write down all your weaknesses and what needs to be improved make sure to include any doubts anxieties fears and worries that you may have these are the demons and dragons guarding the door to your inner ethic by bringing them to conscious awareness you can begin to slay them 
Then proceed by listing all of the opportunities you see available to you for using your strengths. Finally, write down all the threats or obstacles that are currently blocking you or that you think you will encounter along the way to achieving your dreams. Number 3. Follow your bliss. Regardless of how busy you are, always take time to do what you love doing. Being an alive and fatal person fatalizes others. When you are pursuing your passions, people around you cannot help but feel impatient by your presence. This will make you a charismatic leader. Whatever it is that you enjoy doing, be it writing, acting, painting, drawing, photography, sports, reading, dancing, networking, or working on entrepreneurial ventures, set aside time every week, ideally two or three hours a day, to pursue these activities. Believe me, you'll find the time. If you were to videotape yourself for a day, you would be shocked to see how much time goes it waste. Number 4. Dream Big If you want to be larger than life, you need a dream that's larger than life. Small dreams won't serve you or anyone else. It takes the same amount of time to dream small than it does to dream big. So, be big and be bold. Write down your one biggest dream, the one that excites you the most. Remember, don't be small and realistic, be bold and unrealistic. Go for the gold, the Pulitzer, the Nobel, the Oscar, the highest you can possibly achieve in your field. After you've written down your dream, list every single reason why you can achieve your dream instead of worrying about why you can't. Number 5. Vision. Without a vision, we perish. If you can't see yourself winning that award and feel the tears of triumph streaming down your face, it's unlikely you will be able to lead yourself or others to victory. Visualize what it would be like accomplishing your dream. See it, smell it, taste it, hear it, feel it in your gut. Number 6. Perseverance. Victory belongs to those who want it the most and stay in it the longest. Now that you have a dream, make sure you take consistent action every day. I recommend doing at least 5 things every day that will move you closer to your dream. Number 7. Honor your word. Every time you break your word, you lose power. Successful leaders keep their word and their promises. And it's true. It's Damn true. You can accumulate all the toys and riches in the world, but you only have one reputation in life. Your word is gold. Honor it. Number 8. Get a mentor. Find yourself a mentor. Preferably someone who has already achieved a high degree of success in your field. Don't be afraid to ask. You've got nothing to lose. In addition to mentors, take time to study autobiographies of great leaders that you admire. Learn everything you can from their lives and model some of their successful behaviors. Be yourself. Use your relationships with mentors and your research on great leaders as models or reference points to work from. But never copy or imitate them like a parrot. Everyone has vastly different leadership styles. History books are filled with leaders who are soft-spoken, introverted, and quiet. All the way to the other extreme of being outspoken, extroverted, and loud, and everything in between. Be yourself, your best self. 
always competing against yourself and bettering yourself and you will become a first rate you instead of a second rate somebody else finally number 10 be a giver leaders are givers by giving you activate a universal law as sound as gravity life gives to the giver and takes from the taker the more you give the more you get if you want more love respect support and compassion give love give respect give support and give compassion be a mentor to others give back to your community as a leader the only way to get what you want is by helping enough people get what they want first and now it's time to talk about section 2 understanding the needs of a running project in your working place please understand this method is very powerful and dangerous this method is very powerful and dangerous if you are sure you can do it please do it and if you are not sure don't do it here are some methods that you must do in your office number one understand what projects are running in your workplace number two knowing when the project must be completed number three know what the project needs number four understand who your clients are and who your suppliers are number five connect well with all suppliers from the project number six have the best solution if the project is not completed on time number seven able to overcome the biggest problems on the project number eight let your clients know that you use most of your time to satisfy your clients and dedicate your knowledge to the progress of the company where you are working today number nine make your boss happy because of the way you work for example you are able to complete complex project cost calculations perfectly while others are not able to do it but please be careful in doing this you might be accused as a brown noser apple polisher or something like that well okay ladies and gentlemen those are the steps you have to do you don't need to say anything to your boss that you deserve to be a good leader your clients will promote you to your boss without needing to be asked because they know exactly how you are doing in completing that project everything your client says will be very influential on your boss and whatever you say to your boss does not necessarily affect him if at the time your boss receives a lot of recommendations from clients and he believes in them then please hold your breath and prepare to accept a big job high position because a big job requires a big responsibility and usually a big responsibility there is a big problem too so you should have a big soul if you are not ready to accept it all it will be better if you don't do those nine steps or you will be disappointed still be an ordinary employee or worse or even worse fall at the lowest point of your life as i said earlier this method is very powerful and dangerous your career is at stake your life is at stake even all the money in your bank is at stake i don't scare you because that's the reality I failed this method 10 years ago, but I also succeeded this way the following year. Please remember, each step needs different skills. And whenever you have a lot of skills, After all, my view of leadership and management is that they do require different skill sets, but must coexist in order for any change to occur effectively. It is like a hand and a glove. Put together, they make a great partnership. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. See you again on the next episodes. Have a nice day and God bless you. Mm -hmm.